0: Hello! Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> we, okay. Wait.
1: Yeah, hi. Okay, we're all excited. Wait, tell everybody where, where they are in case they, they, they accidentally down. They
2: know you
0: hit, you hit fucking play. <laughs> uh, going off track. This you, is you, not the new Kendrick Lamar song. No, it's
2: not, <laughs> which I haven't heard, and apparently I'm the only one, and I might stay that guy just out of fucking spite. I will treat the new Kendrick Lamar just like Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. I will ignore it forever until <laughs> I, I would not equate awesome. those
0: two things with each other i don't think you're gonna have the same reaction really i, I, th- I,
2: th- I thought why I was... is
0: nels klein playing on the kendrick lamar record and ruining that shit no too? i just tried to listen <laughs> to it and i was like this is so boring it sounds like a like hip-hop yeah but like <laughs> very like inoffensive like very like generic i feel like it's so much of that stuff is just like marketing like oh this guy's so mm-hmm. great like everyone oh I, I love this
2: i've heard he i mean he's uh, one super nice super cool but i don't know
0: Anyway, it's uh, just not th- my thing, I guess. None of this matters.
2: What matters is today on <laughs> the podcast Should we start this over? No. Okay. <laughs> no. This is the kind of delightful witty repartee people have come to expect from going off track, and we will not take that away from them. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. To go from
0: Kendrick Lamar to Doyle is awesome. Yeah, so I got I got a press release from Doyle's publicist talking about his new record and everything. And I as I often do, I responded hey, can we book him for the podcast, Uh, which I've done to, you know, I do like when I get a release about like Bush or like any like big band, I'm always like, you never know. Coldplay. Coldplay. So I got an email back like, yeah, yeah, he comes in the city to do press all the time. He's in Jersey. And we worked out a date. And then we showed up here today. Well,
1: but let me just. Okay. Yeah. He showed up after Doyle. Well,
0: I saw people going in <laughs> wearing black right in front of me. I was like this and I was like 5 minutes early and I was like this has to be them.
1: <clears throat> I didn't realize what time it was. And I'm in the office and Ben's like, "Uh this must be your guy." <laughs> and I look at the monitor and I was like, "What?" Doyle showed up here in full Doyle, man. Full fucking regalia. It's so awesome. It was so... And and he's he's huge, man. Yeah,
0: he's (laughs) so muscular,
2: so tall. And hasn't aged since the the first videotape I saw of The Misfits.
1: He was a valid Doyle.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. So he showed up and uh, we... Steven came uh, a little later I'm and a few you'll minutes. hear him.
1: You'll hear how if hear we how. don't cut it off how uh, intimidated and m- and m-
0: meek <laughs> Jonah and I are at the start of this thing. Well it's like yeah, it's like you go like <laughs> like yeah, it's like I went the last person I talked to here was like Joey Cape. And then you go to like Doyle, you're like, Oh my god. Like I'm so
1: <laughs> Yeah, we so, were... so
0: intimidating. I'll I'll leave
1: it in just so you hear.
0: Yeah, you should leave it in. But yeah, he was super <laughs> nice. Uh, we talked about his solo stuff. We talked about
1: it the did misfits. it runs the gamut. Yeah, it goes we talked all about wrestling,
0: I mean everything. And he was uh he is so different than I thought he would be. Yeah. I thought he was gonna be more of this like tortured artist and he was more of this like Jersey, like I don't give a fuck, dude. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like just such totally. a such like a real, like such like a uh, couldn't be no more down to earth <laughs> yeah. He gives a shit. Yeah. It's I wanna, so great. Yeah. And then uh after we taped this, Doe showed me a really cool stretch. Yep, he did. Which Stevens already posted on YouTube. Yeah. Yep. Steven has a video <laughs> of it, but yeah, it's already up. That was maybe the the coolest the coolest moment of my life. Ladies. Anyways, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Doyle. It's going off track. All right, welcome to Going Off Track. I'm Jonah, joined by Brad. Hello. And today we have an amazing guest, Doyle you may know from the Misfits. And I'm so amazing. <laughs> it's <is> pretty amazing. <laughs> I'm pretty amazed. And you look, I mean, exactly how you think you would look.
3: Yeah. Well, that's the job description. When you got an action figure, you got to look like it. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, that's so crazy. I never thought about it until I recently saw, saw your brother do a sound check. And I was like, oh, I guess for everything you kind of have to like.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I try not to get people to take pictures of me in my Clark Kent, I call it, because <laughs> then they stop me in a store, or they stop, I almost kind of fight with a guy at Disneyland, wouldn't leave me alone, I was with my kid. He's like, you're, I'm like, no, I don't know what you're talking about, leave me alone, leave me alone, it wouldn't stop, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's so. good though. I imagine probably not that many, even Misfits fans might not even recognize you.
3: <gasps> when they do, I'm just like, how the fuck did you know? <laughs> yeah,
0: really, that's what I would say. You know say. what I mean? Yeah.
1: Guess, it must be real fans. It must be my Sasqu-
3: Sasquatchian
0: uh, build. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing a show you guys did in Cleveland at the Agora where your singer didn't, sh- didn't make it. You were there? I, I was, was there. talking about that the other day. I was like in high school. Yeah. I was he totally got, there. He
3: got arrested the night before. He fought with the monitor guy, and my tech went over and beat the guy's brains out, and they said he did it. And the cops what? took him away.
0: And yeah. so it was, like, John Bush and, like, Scott Ian from Anthrax. Right, yeah, it was Anthrax singing. tour, yeah. yeah. Wow. It was really, really weird. It was cool, though.
3: It was weird. <laughs> it's pretty historical.
0: Um, so, yeah, I mean, we we were talking about a lot of stuff outside. We were talking about Arch Enemy. We were talking about veganism and stuff. I mean, yeah. what, where have you kind of been up to lately? What's What's been going on?
3: Um, I just put a record out, uh, last October called Abominator under Doyle, uh, for solo project. And, uh we just did a tour we just did a one month tour of the states uh headlining was pretty good and uh we had a couple of tours canceled on us one was the guar tour uh because dave died and uh a couple other ones the promoter stole all the money so <laughs> we were like we're not coming <laughs> you know but that's what we're doing and uh working on another record and we'll have it out by spring awesome yeah
0: um sort of what what kind of what kind of do you keep up with like a lot of newer bands and that kind of stuff um you you know
3: i really don't keep up with a lot of newer bands you know um i really don't have time to fucking do anything like that i just always working out or working on music or you know when elisa's home i'm fucking picking her up at the airport because her schedule's nuts you know and uh just listen to uh you know I listen to different things for different things I'm doing. If I'm working out, I'm listening to Pantera and Arch Enemy and crazy ass shit and Slipknot, you know? And if I'm not, I'll put on like old David Bowie shit and go to sleep, (laughs) you know? Amazing. How did you and and Alyssa meet? Were you a fan of the
0: band or was it?
3: Um, I met her before she was in Arch Enemy, actually. Um, She was opening up in her other band for Danzig last uh, April of 2013. So uh, she called me up crying on uh, FaceTime from Japan. And she's like, she's crying. And I'm like, what happened? And I'm thinking, who am I getting this plane ticket from? You know what I mean? My, my wheels are turning. I'm like, I'm going to come kill somebody. She's like, my favorite band asked me to join them. I'm like, is that bad? <laughs> she's like, no, it's good. I'm like, that's fucking amazing. Yeah. So we kept the secret for like a year. And while they were writing the record... War Eternal record, um, I got to hear her working on it, you know, in the kitchen and in the car and all that stuff. And uh, we couldn't tell anybody. So uh, the day they were announcing it, she um, sits at the table with her computer because she's going to change all her social media over. She's like, don't talk to me when this happens. I have to change all this. And she's sitting there and uh, one o'clock comes by and she's like, where is it? Where is it? And she's like, oh, fuck, it's Daylight Saving Times in Sweden. So she called the singer from Camelot. She says, is it Daylight Saving Times? like, yeah. She's like, fuck. So we sit there for another hour. So it comes on. I'm like, there it is. She's like, OK, shut up. She starts typing. And now she's hyperventilating. I was like, holy shit. And she's hyperventilating. And then she finally finishes it. She closes the um, the computer, gets up real, real straight, <laughs> turns like a zombie, walks into the bathroom, comes back, sits in my lap. And we just cried for like 20 minutes. Yeah.
0: That's incredible.
3: Yeah, it was crazy. It was really great.
1: It's pretty exciting.
3: Yeah, it was really exciting. I felt like we won the lottery. (laughs) It felt like it happened to me. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. It was great. That's amazing. And so are you guys, are both vegan? Did you guys get into that around sort of the same time? No, she's been
3: a vegan since she's 15 and she's been a vegetarian her whole life. She's never ate a piece of meat once in her life. Wow. Yeah.
0: What about you? When did you kind of start getting into it?
3: When I met her, um, I had her in New York and she had to catch a uh, flight to who the fuck knows where. And I'm not going to let her be late on my shift to, to a gig. That ain't going to happen. So we're running around in New York and we're really hungry. And she's like, well, if we can't get me something, to eat, we'll get you something. To eat. And I'm like, fuck that. I said, I will never, ever disrespect you. and need anything in front of you that's fucked up. So then every time she would take me to a vegan restaurant, as soon as I would take a bite of something, I would make her order. She would order like two things so we could try them. I don't know what none of this shit is. And as soon as I would take a bite, I would just look at her and go, holy fucking shit. Are you kidding me? This is so good. Everything I've ever eaten with her is so fucking good. And then we cook this shit and her mom cooks it and it's fucking insane. That's
1: yeah when you get it when you get the right from the right place for sure man i used to i mean i'm not vegan or anything, but i remember i used to have this studio up at like it's like on twenty third street but there was a Chinese place that they had a whole vegan section of the menu and they would so have good. like the same stuff and we would order the vegan stuff cuz it was actually better. It tasted it, it better. It is better. Others, <laughs> it tastes better than the There's real no stuff.
3: bullshit in it. It's all pure shit. Yeah, and it's you just feel food, so you know. It's not bad after you People do. freak out when you say that word, you know. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> well, wait a minute. I
0: didn't say anything. You know? How do you feel like that's affected, like, your workout regimen? Did you feel like... I work out the same. Yeah.
3: You know, I, I keep trying to find more ways to get more protein. You know, I'm still trying to figure out what I can eat and what I can not eat, so I'm not
1: shitting all fucking day, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm trying, you know,
3: I'm working on it. I'm working on the different proteins and... Uh,
1: so what's a good source of protein if you're really... I mean, if you obviously work out pretty yeah.
3: Well, I, I like seitan.
1: Right.
3: Seitan's really good. Um... Also, uh, like for supplements, I use a uh, Vega Sport. That's what I'm I'm, I'm using now, and uh, that's that's pretty good shit.
1: What's it? It's, what's it's all plant based right. protein, you know. Interesting. Yeah,
0: I mean environmentally, it's really it's supposed to be way better. Yeah, of course. Yeah. All those cows farting. Mm. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, the food's great, man. It's, every time I eat something, I just I can't fucking believe it. I'm like, no wonder you want to eat all the time. She always like, let's go
0: out to eat. Let's go out to eat. Right, you probably have more energy. That's yeah. so good. One of our first guests on this podcast was uh, Lau Presselar.: Right. And uh, we talked a lot about that Misfits box when he was at Caroline. Okay. What do you remember about that kind of process? The box set? Yeah, the box the set. The coffin one? Yeah, because so, I feel like it's become so iconic.
3: It's a gold, that's our only gold record. Really? Wow. How about that?
0: Really? That is mind-blowing to me.
3: All our Holy records are sold shit. in mom and pop stores, which they don't count. They don't oh, sound that's scan right. Oh.
0: right.
1: and they didn't count at all. Like for yeah, yeah, that's eons. true. I bet yeah. you. I bet you. We
3: sold millions and millions of each one. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, that is wild. But that's the only one that actually got sound scanned. Yeah,
1: that's pretty intense, man. For a box set to go gold. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's eighty bucks or something. Yeah. Pretty... <laughs> yeah. What was that? Was that? Did you help kind of compile stuff for that? Were you guys really involved in the process, or was it more just like? I know it's a long time ago. I think ago. I
3: came up with the idea for the box. Nice. And uh, I really don't remember working on it. I mean, Caroline had all the shit. Right. So, I mean, there's really not much in it. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. maybe pictures. Maybe we okay. worked on the book. Yeah, the book was cool. We probably did. I would say we did. Yeah. That was a long time ago. That was a long I, time I have ago. immediate memory loss. It's horrible. Really? It's fucking horrible.
0: Oh, man. Um, I'm trying to think what else I'm going to talk about. I mean, how often do you, do you... Are you kind of based in this area still? I am in New Jersey. Gotcha. How do you like it? I hate it. Yeah?
3: Yeah. <laughs> I want to get a misfits reunion so I can move to fucking L.A. Get the fuck out of <laughs> <laughs> Move on the beach with my girl. Fuck this shit, man. She lives in Montreal, so it's like brutal in the winter. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Nice in the
1: summer, though, man.
3: Yeah, it is. It's nice. But, but still, man, that winter. Oh, yeah. you think it's cold here? Fuck no, it ain't. I come, I come back. It's twenty degrees warmer.
1: Yeah. Now I've I blew through. I've only been through Montreal a couple times, and both times were in the winter. Yeah. Like on perfect. tour, and it was like one time it was like fifty below. Yeah. Which I didn't even realize you could get to. I mean, maybe that was with the wind chill. But it was so cold. I thought we were gonna break the doors off the van. Like, yeah, you know, like the you know, metal when it gets that cold, it'll just snap. It's horrible.
0: <laughs> Where would you want to go if you could kind of go anywhere? Do you think California? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, i think floor. we got locked yeah. in <laughs> i think First this did, is it man.
1: Oh, hey. ladies and gentlemen oh my lord how, how are you yeah. today's it's guest steven smith has just arrived how you doing thank you so much steven
2: <laughs> pardon my tardiness <laughs>
1: it's
2: all right dude there are very few people very few people i would abandon my children for <laughs> <laughs> to come talk with oh man <laughs> and you sir <laughs> oh, oh right up there at the top of that list okay First would be their mother, but then you know it works its way down. <laughs> New Jersey Transit was actually on my side. So. Yeah. About that? We were
1: just talking about Jersey. We just just in Jersey, actually. Oh, yeah, man. we were just dissing Jersey.
2: Dude, years ago, uh, we worked at a channel called Fuse, and for a brief moment, this wonderful woman named Jennifer Caserta uh, took over Fuse. She runs IFC now. And we were bonding one day, talking about music and whatever. Turned out she was from Lodi. Wow. And was just a ridiculous fan of The Misfits and everything subsequent. And I was like, oh my God, this is too good to last. And it wasn't. They removed her shortly, a few months after. <laughs> <laughs> and then she went back to IFC. But I just remember like, the first time ever bonding with an executive about The Misfits and all that music, and also from Lodi. It was insane. That's, that's amazing. Thank you so much for being here, man. That's Th- thanks for having yeah.
0: me. yeah but you guys have like a lot of high powered fans now I guess just from like kind of that era I guess feel people like grow up and then like they get in these crazy positions Uh, yeah that's how we got those
3: action figures made the guy who was a little kid he came to the shows and he says that was the scaredest I ever was in my life when I came to your show (laughs) and then he said he grew up and he owned a toy company I think it was called the Ultimate Soldier 21st Century Toys and he's like I'm making your dolls cost him like 400 grand Jesus yeah (laughs) It's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm making them.
1: Nice.
2: I actually gave those dolls as a wedding present to my best friend from high school, uh, much to the dismay of his wife. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure. I didn't quite understand They don't them. get that shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and he was like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. Uh, we ha- we've had on the podcast, I don't know if they already mentioned sure talk- We talked about
0: Lyle a little bit. Oh, about Lyle. But Lyle but yeah, yeah, yeah. If you
2: want Yeah. Uh, our good friend Lyle Pressler, who was at Caroline, who put right. together the yeah. the box set and everything and told us all the insane stories of... Finding masters in a basement, and right? Getting everything sent over, and actually having to having to to, to bake. bake them,
3: yeah. Because yeah, once <laughs> you run them through once, they turn to dust.
0: Yeah. Man. Oh god! Just hearing that story was making me like so nervous. <laughs> 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 That's why. Oh
1: man, you don't oh. have to do that anymore, Jenna.
0: You don't. That's not a thing.
1: No, not for not for hard drives. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to bake a hard drive
2: at all. Uh, I didn't realize. Uh, how much, like you know, you go back and you like. I remember. I think everybody has their story about when they get into the Misfits back in the day. But I did this weird reversal where my friend first had this sticker for Christ the Conqueror, right? And I was like, "What is this?" And he's like, "Oh, it's the dudes from Misfits." And I was like. What what is that? And then it went backwards from <laughs> right, there, right. which was really really I mean, you know, it's a great it's a great way to learn about a band, but uh how long did that incarnation hold
3: up? We never played a show. Really? <laughs> we didn't even have a band really. We just it was just us fucking around learning how to record and write and Yeah. And didn't, weren't
2: the didn't the names change? Wasn't there like Mo the Great? Was, yeah,
3: of well, my brother's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole nother podcast. I <laughs> <laughs> want to talk about that stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's nuts. And what what's up with uh, Killology? Uh it's coming out on the twenty ninth of October. Okay, and it's uh, a
2: comic. He's in an animated series. Alan, yeah, Alan. Oh,
3: really? Alan from Life of Agony made mm-hmm. it, and. Uh, I don't know anything else about it. Really? He keeps uh, sending me emails. I don't read emails. The art. If they're bro. too long, I so, won't
2: read it. So you a big Twitter fan? 140 characters. No.
3: <laughs> Instagram only. That's. It. I'm not allowed on Facebook. I'm not allowed on all that shit. I don't
0: that's even good. know what my. Probably...
3: I don't even know what my website looks like.
0: <laughs> you wow. probably get stuff done, man. Yeah, yeah. You're probably <laughs> wasting time all day. I can't take that. I don't know. Do you stay pretty? I mean, do you, is your schedule pretty packed just generally? Do you like uh, staying busy? It
3: takes me all day to do everything I do. Yeah. You know, yeah. What's your day look like? Um, right now, I get up whenever the fuck I want, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> I have my coffee. I do my crunches. I take a crap. You know, I eat Is oatmeal. it important
2: to do the crunches before the bowel movement? It depends
3: on how, how soon you got to go. <laughs> if you got to go before it, you go before it. Sometimes you get lucky and you hit another home run. <laughs> Jonah
2: just introduced me to bulletproof coffee.
0: You familiar with that? No, it sounds pretty good. It's pretty intense. It's like you take grass fed butter and like coconut oil or MCT oil and you put in like a Vitamix or high powered bender with coffee you make and it makes this like kind of thick, kind of frothy thing. It's supposed to like be good for your brain and kind of give you like steady energy all day. Really? And make you more productive. Yeah, I learned about it from Joe Rogan. He talks How's about it, taste? it a lot. It tastes
2: delicious. Really? Yeah. See, I disagree. I made one today. Also, I'm not a coffee drinker. So uh, I was like, "I let's see if this works. I'll try something new. I had to put in like cinnamon sugar just to give it some, a little yeah. bit of a taste for me. But it came out of, you know, like the health and fit world. You know, just finding something a little better to kind of, you know, ease you off of that coffee crash. But it's pretty fascinating.
0: Yeah, there's it's a lot of interesting mm-hmm. research about it. So, getting back, you take a crap.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: right.
0: Yeah, I'll take a crap. Um...
3: <laughs> i don't know I'll, I'll do all the fucking business horse shit on the phone and then I'll, I'll go work out and then i'll work on uh either guitars whatever i gotta fix or you know i was just got done recording for fucking two straight years so is that the solo project yeah
2: How was that it's great and when you record, is it you? I mean, do you like to be you know behind the knobs? Do you like to work with the producer? I am the producer, yeah, so it's all you. Okay,
3: yeah, I'm the producer. I'm the record company and the recording studio. You have it in your house or something? I have it in our machine shop. Oh, nice. Yeah.
2: Wow. Now we we well, had on um, a while back our good friend Rusty Pistachio. From yeah, H2O. I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, everybody knows Rusty. <laughs> He's the greatest. Um, and did you like do some demos for them or work on an EP for H2O or?
3: No, not that I can remember. I have immediate
2: memory loss. So oh. if
3: they said I did, it could
2: have happened. How, did, how do you find out you have immediate memory loss and how do you remember you have it? Because, <laughs> um,
3: say, um, I was going to shut this off, all right? And then I'm like, okay, let me shut it off. And it's off. I already shut it off, but I don't remember shutting it off. How? Like, how does one, Is that something you noticed when you got diagnosed? <laughs> no, I ain't getting diagnosed for nothing. <laughs>
1: I He's <just> self-diagnosed. <laughs> self-diagnosed. I a kn- producer and <laughs> <laughs> doctor. Brock <Yeah. laughs> doctor.
2: <laughs> yep. Have you always liked that? Like producing, like like handling your own stuff?
3: Um I started doing my own stuff, you know, with the Doyle project. Um you know, we figured we'd do our own label because we just recouped. Famous Monsters Just recouped like two years ago
0: Wow
3: And I was like What? I was like, Fuck this I says Why am I going to wait 10 years To make 70 cents for everybody Per record When I can make $7 a record Right now I'm only selling this many I'm going to keep it all So we got distribution And Did it ourselves I went and bought all the gear to record with You know And we did like six songs Found out we were doing it wrong Had to start over what does that mean? Uh, well, I went to my drummer. I was like, could you nudge some of these double bass kicks over there? I can't play them. They're fucked up. They're a little off. He's like, what do you mean? I, you know, put it in Beat Detective and fucking move it. He said, like, what's Beat Detective? I was wow. like, what did you just say? <laughs> what do you mean? It's, that's not in Pro Tools? We had to buy it separate. We didn't know that. I thought it was in there because he was doing the Pro Tools on the drums. I have a recorder, a digital recorder that I use because it's easy. I, you know, because no, this is the only computer I, I have. I don't fucking nice. computer. <laughs> you know that's smart yeah so
2: is that like a big deal to not have the beat detective brad producer guy oh
1: yeah well for certain types of music for sure man. if you're doing metal you have yeah, to have cause it because it's it's got to be dead on man
2: Ugh. so so that was just lost
3: yeah so <clears throat> it was like okay fuck it and we started over of course i did those six last because i couldn't do them again uh-huh. it was so grueling and uh we had 18 songs on abominator and we were driving to the studio, and my drummer's like, you know, we're giving them a half a CD away for free. And I was like, I know, but the economy sucks. I'm like, I love that Slipknot record that's it's an hour long. You know what I mean? You can get shit done when you listen to that record. You know what I mean? It's perfect. And I said, all right, fuck it. Let's do six more. And We'll make two of them. We'll just split them up. So we just wrote them all down on a piece of paper, and we just did this. And
2: Now, when you say you got distribution, is it like actual physical copies? Are you also doing digital stuff?
3: Everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: do you like that? do you like having like the actual the vinyl or do you like
3: I have our vinyls are kick ass we got that album is on double vinyl the thickest and it's 45 oh, it's 24 bit sound oh wow it's badass um and, it's, it's, and it's, it opens up so you, if you roll weed but there's no seeds in weed anymore I heard so I guess <laughs> that's, a, that's a 70s thing yeah but uh it's <laughs> awesome Yeah. You know, uh yeah, I mean, I, I got all my songs on here, but you can't turn this up; it explodes. Do you ever notice that the MP3 bullshit on the phone? You can't turn that shit up.
2: My whole thing with the, the iPhone and like—and that's my argument—and Brad, please step in with the whole the Neil Young Pono thing. Yeah. Is it's like I'm gonna compress the MP3, I'm gonna make it better and something, but it's still the same fucking headphone jack. Like th- that seems to be yeah. the issue to me. Like whatever the interface is, to know, get it's a to tiny little ears,
1: shitty cheap little amp that's powering your headphones yeah, yeah. So this
3: thing this sound sucks on here but i have 200 cds in my hand yeah everywhere i go mm-hmm. and yeah. i got one of those sweet jbls the wireless ones mm-hmm. get in the hotel room i can't even find the fucking thing in my luggage that's <laughs> how fucking you know it's like this long and you still can't find it pop it out you know i'm fucking clowning i got the music blasting <laughs> but uh yeah cds sound better but vinyl sounds the best but I don't have a record player. Yeah. Speaking of I, I don't want nothing. I want nothing. <laughs> that was my question. I mean, do
0: you have like this crazy vinyl collection from or, or I or you do not I, really like possession? I have
3: one vinyl, mine.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: That's
2: it. That's amazing. And I've never listened to it. I had a friend of mine, uh we were in he came out to uh, at LA, this is twenty years ago. We went to Tang Records. Tang. Yeah. And he looked up at the wall and he went, Wow, I'm the most depressed person in the world now and he saw all these old plan nines. And he's like, I sold every single one of those. Oh, yeah. And hes I think he's still pretty sore about it, actually. Yeah. They're worth
3: thousands of dollars. Yeah. A friend of mine sold his collection. He bought a house. Holy shit. shit. And then he he used to work for us. He'd be like, hey, can I have this? I'd be like, sure. <laughs> thought he just wanted it because he was a collector. I didn't know he was selling it. <laughs> Cut me in, you fucking bastard. <laughs> you know? Hey, can I have this guitar shop? I'm like, sure, fuck it, you know? <sighs> can I have this headstock off this guitar? Uh, yeah, sure.
2: <laughs> and then he goes and sells it. Jesus, and you're and you're still friends.
3: <laughs> I'm friends with everybody.
1: Nice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about all your kind of? I know your your all your music equipment is kind of customized. I mean, do you kind of just deal with with the same companies, find the thing that you like, and then just get a bunch of them made? Or no, I make it. You make it.
3: I make my guitars and I make my speaker cabinets. Really? Only thing I don't make is the amp. Ampeg makes my amp. I use a bass amp. Svt.
0: Oh, sick.
1: Yeah, and. uh Jim Dunlop makes my picks. <laughs> so when you say you make your guitars like what are oh, the whole thing? Like the whole thing. you make the neck?
3: I was making the neck. I got some that I have made the neck on and then I found the company that made me a graphite neck. Right. In my own mold. Exactly oh, cool. how I wanted it.
1: Yeah, cuz that's yeah. that's tough. So I used
3: neck. that carbon graphite neck and I used the mahogany body and fuck cut it out and I make the bridges, everything. Actually, hardcore, I, take, I take Floyd Roses and I cut them and I make them into tail pieces.
0: <laughs> right. No. When did you start doing that? Yeah.
3: About 1987.
0: Wow. What was it
3: we were just... It started... Uh, we always customized our own guitars. We would make nuts and we would uh, make all kinds of shit. Whatever we had to make, we could make in the machine shop because, you know, we had all the machines. But uh, a friend of mine came walking in. I wasn't... My, a friend of mine, I, I met him like that. He came walking in with this guitar he was making. And he had the neck on an angle. You know how the neck would be on an angle down a little bit on a body? Right. And the, the part of the, of the neck that was sticking out of the body, he was like taking a router and chopping it up. It looked like Swiss cheese. I'm like, what is this? He goes, oh, I got to chop that all off and then sand it by hand. And I was like, fuck that. Give me that thing. I put it on the machine. Whoo, made it perfect. And we started working together. And my guitar came from a, a book from school. Like uh, when your mom covers your book in a paper bag. Right, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, like book yeah. yeah, yeah. I drew a guitar on there, and it was the only thing I saved uh, from anything in my life. I saved it because it looked so cool. I'm like, I'm going to save this. So he came in, and I started letting him use the shop, and we started working together. I was playing a Paul Stanley, so I laid it on the floor, and I held the fucking paper up to it, and it was to scale. I was like, Wow, <laughs> like it's exact. And so we made it. That was you know? sick. Yeah.
2: I mean, is it, is it all because you like doing
3: it or you can't? No one makes it the way you want it. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, you can tell whatever shape you want. Yeah, that's the thing. And everybody's shape sucks. <laughs> I don't want to play a Stratocaster. I don't want to play Les Paul. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to play a fucking Flying V. Everybody plays that shit. <laughs> you know? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I the way i want to play a doyle <clears throat> <laughs> i feel like i get to, like even when i have to change strings i'm like oh i gotta change i can't <laughs> imagine having to build a guitar oh it's yeah. it's probably really feels amazing to actually play something that you made
3: it's pretty cool the first time you <laughs> string it up and play it yeah it's exciting
0: because it goes down to like you probably wouldn't measure your
2: hand too you know
3: well my necks on the back are flat oh. uh, they're not round they're flat interesting
2: yeah. To see they're guitar players I was a very bad drummer but like yeah I've never heard of that but before. flat
3: well your thumb's on it now you're dripping sweat off of this thing right <laughs> <laughs> it's he going in your his your hand. Lock. and this shit's all slippery what's your hand gonna do it's gonna fall off right yeah so you got that flat now, now my neck instead of being this fat it's this fat right
1: because
3: I've cut the round part off
1: oh yeah it about cool. a
3: one inch flat on the back
1: and it doesn't, like, well, I guess you get the truss rod, I was going to say. It doesn't, like, screw up the... We even
3: made the truss rods. Really? Yeah. We make the knobs.
1: That's hard. Do you ever make
3: guitars for anybody else? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make them for me. <laughs> <laughs> something, man. I broke one at the Golden Gods, and I took it home. I thought I could glue it, but there's pieces missing, you know, and it's just, it's so Bondo. fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna work. I, you know, I, I laid it on the table a couple times. And I'm like, well, if I do this and this, and this, I'm like, this ain't gonna work.
1: Give it to your buddy. You can eBay it.
3: But I gotta, <laughs> yeah. He could buy another house. Yeah.
1: So piece by piece.
3: Yeah. But I got another. I got one more neck, and I got some bodies made, and I just don't want to do it. It's so time consuming. You know.
2: Is it even down to the setup? Like you do everything.
3: Everything. Is, it's a fucking oh so much work. Plus the shape is so crazy mm-hmm. to sand that. And bevel like, oh. You make 412 cabs? Is that what you use? 412, yeah.
0: Gotcha. Yeah,
3: they're real big. They're like uh, the size of a 610 SVT. Okay. Right. They're an inch bigger, and they're like 18 inches deep. And um, they're ported. They're they're really good.
2: Oh, I'm, I just would... gonna, I'm just going to nod.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so interesting. I mean, how much of your kind of music career, it seems like there's so much kind of like, Business stuff that goes into being in a band, especially a band, is it popular or misfits? I mean, how much of yours is kind of writing and performing, and how much of it is kind of dealing with the logistical business end of things?
3: The business is all the time. Yeah, it's every fucking day. It's you know, this and that, and it's coming here and seeing you guys. I had no idea what I was coming here for. He told me convo sneakers. I'm like, I got to get us some shoes. I got to get my girlfriend an endorsement for this fucking sneaker, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, could happen. I
1: introduced
3: yeah. you to the right guy. Yeah, that's <laughs> the guy. And uh, when you're writing, you know, I don't listen to no music when I write. I just, I actually write on my daughter's Daisy Rock. It's a pink acoustic guitar. It's about this big. <laughs> and, you know, I just fuck around. You How know? old is she? 12. Wow. How's that yeah. going?
0: Great. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. She's awesome. Steven has twin girls.
2: Yeah, and Brad has, what, well, Brad's got a six and a four-year-old and three-year-olds three and yeah. six yeah yeah don't worry it won't be the dad portion of the, the podcast <laughs> again jonah uh, this down. can happen it? <laughs> i
0: always
2: tell my wife she's like you know they're gonna be terrors when they're teenagers i went no, no no for you they're gonna be terrors i'm dad i'll be fine exactly i'm not worried it's gonna be cool girls oh yeah twin girls
3: yeah you're lucky man girls girls are the best i yeah definitely i think they're way
1: easier they're definitely easier. As somebody with both, I can tell you, girls are easier.
0: Yeah.
1: Although I don't know, two girls in high school might be tough.
2: Yeah, well, at least they're going to team up against other people. I'm seeing it now in preschool.
1: Yeah, they're going to team up against you, motherfucker.
2: Yeah, <laughs> they love daddy. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. Trish, I'm worried about, but yeah, I think she's going to be okay. No, no, no. Trish
1: can handle yeah. anything.
2: <laughs> um, the uh, I want to ask about uh, wrestling okay, because um actually one of our recent podcasts was a good friend of ours, this guy mine Andrew Goldstein, who was a writer for uh w w f when it was WWF. how
3: could it be writing they're supposed to be wrestling what <laughs> <laughs>
2: but you you did stuff with what w c w right
3: we did uh w c w and we were playing across the street in Minnesota mm-hmm. from the target center, and uh the wrestler that we did our shit with was vampiro yes. And he was using our music for his intro. Mm -hmm. And I just thought we were going to play on the show. You know, I didn't know what what was going to happen. So, uh, you know, we get over there and uh, we do the show. And they put us on the first slot. You know, we got dressed early. We came right across the street, walked into this huge arena. I'm walking through the arena and there's Bret Hart. And there's Macho Man. And there's fucking all these dudes that i've watched when i was a kid and i'm like they're still here because i haven't watched wrestling at that point in like 15 20 years mm. i'm like these guys are fucking still here wait a minute what the fuck is going on you know and i'm in music i'm a big dude over there i was like i felt like a 12 year old girl <laughs> yeah, man. with no shirt on you know I was like, what the fuck you know they're all a foot taller than me and 100 pounds heavier you
2: know I remember that when you see like the shortest wrestler, you're like, oh, it's the little guy. Then you meet him and you're looking (laughs) up
3: like, oh, short is (laughs) six, (laughs) three. They're big dudes. So uh, we do the match and uh, uh, we went out with him and we just were on the outskirts of the ring. And before the match, uh, there was a guy named The Wall. I don't know if you remember him. Big dude, about seven foot tall, you know, uh, ex-football player guy, huge and Vampiro asks him, he goes, How do you want the chair? And he's like, I'm In the head as hard as you can. And I'm like, Yeah, right. <laughs> so during the match, he comes, uh, Vampiro comes running by, grabs a chair, rips it out, because they're all um, wire tied together, you know, zip ties, those plastic mm-hmm. things, rips it out. It's this metal chair from school, the same fucking chair as you sit in in school, rips it out of the fucking thing, comes running past me, a fucking, like, get out of his way. He hits this dude as hard as he can. In the fucking head with this chair. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Are you kidding me? I couldn't believe how hard he hit him. And Vampiro's bigger than me. I was afraid of him. You know what I mean? And he hit this guy so hard. I was just like, holy fuck. And they were flying around. And I, I just couldn't fucking believe it. I couldn't. It's so real wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know, people think, oh, it's fake. It's fake. It's fake. You know what's fake? Who's going to win? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's some stupid story, you know? But everything that's happening is really fucking happening. You can't fake falling 15 feet onto your back, onto the cement. You can't fake that. You can't fake getting hit with a ladder. <laughs> that's a real ladder, mm-hmm. you know? And the thing you said about the storylines, after we uh, played our show, we watched the show in the hotel room. And I looked at Vampire and it had all these stupid skits because they didn't have that when I was a kid. It was just, you know, Dick the Bulldog Brower going, oh, let me tell you something, mister. And then to go fight. Yep. For 15 minutes, you know what I mean? And I'm watching. I'm like, I'm a little embarrassed to be on this show. This is fucking stupid. And he's like, yeah, I know. But I'm not a wrestling fan.
2: <laughs> yeah, but then you got in the ring a
3: couple times, right? Yeah, they paid us. But, you know, I told them, hey, I got a bad back. So they're like, don't touch him. And they didn't touch me. Yeah. They anytime any time that they would hit me, and, you know, it would look like, a, like, oh, holy shit. I didn't feel anything.
2: Now, did, you, did they have to, like, teach you some of the ropes? We, of they would
3: teach us before the people came in the arena in the ring but they but
1: like just right before it started (laughs) yeah
3: right before they let people in we we, we, we would roll the whole match oh really yeah we would do the whole match and uh the only thing is if you come in from a different spot Mm -hmm. now you're disoriented because now all the corners are different so you really gotta fucking can't fuck up that makes total sense so who won one <laughs> some of those dudes, I'm not going to mention any names, <laughs> yeah. were back there crying in the war room, like they want to win, and I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> it's like, "Really?
2: <laughs> so proper actors, too.
3: Yeah, he's the one dude who was just like, "Yeah, but I want to win." And I was like you No, know, you know this is not real.
2: <laughs> now did uh did you ever do any shows back in the day with husker do
3: I don't think we did
2: because Bob Mold from Husker Du like was a writer for WCW wrestling for a while.
3: Really? Was yeah. I there? At the, at that that's point?
2: what I was just trying to figure out. He was in. I just heard oh, an interview. Yeah, with him. you might be right. He was I in don't... a. He was in the what they call the gorilla position, where you're right backstage, where you have to like time everything. Because that's the other thing people forget about wrestling is that, the
3: name sounds familiar.
2: Yeah, he was there, and he just was a fan growing up and they're like, You wanna come out and do some creative? And he's like, Okay. You know. Yeah. And the people who know it know it and know that, you yeah. know, the technique and the story behind it. But I remember watching you guys and being like and not knowing it, because I like Vampiro. You know, I like I like what he was doing. But I was like, oh my God, there they are. This is awesome. <laughs> this is great. Um I had the opportunity a few years ago to hang out um a couple times with uh with uh, Michael Graves. Right. And and I didn't know at the time afterwards talking to him that he had this Uh, Reputation is like the punk rock Republican.
3: Yeah, I mean, I told him I said, Michael, you got to keep that shit to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Some good old boy's gonna come and blow your brains out. You know, so just that shit. You got to keep that shit
1: personal.
2: He was very, he was very like he was. It was it was kind of a political thing we were doing. So and he was like the the pundit, but it was so funny to have, you know. The, the tattooed makeup wearing dude being being more on the, the Fox News side than everybody else. Right. And it cracked me up. But was that something that when he was in the band that you guys, like, I don't know, hung out and talk
3: about or did. I don't talk about that horse shit. I don't give a fuck about that shit. <laughs> yeah. You know?
1: That's not the topic of discussion in the bus? <laughs> no, not he for guys, me. great show, anyway. <laughs> not for me. Turn on see, CNBC. See. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that Rachel Maddow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, with with the wrestling or, or all this kind of stuff. I mean, how, is it hard to like make decisions? Is every like other people have to weigh in, or is it kind of your call? Or does it kind of depend on stuff? Like, if they
3: wanted me to go to wrestling, yeah. that's totally up to me. I don't do anything I don't want to do. Yeah, I don't want to do it. Awesome. I'm not doing it. I don't yeah. give a fuck how much it is or whatever the fuck it is. If I don't want to do it, I'm not doing it.
0: Yeah, it seems like your whole thing now seems like very self-sufficient. I mean, do you like kind of being in control of every aspect of your career? Because it's changed so much from record companies to, I mean, everything. Yeah,
3: yeah, it's good because you know what? I say when this record comes out, if I want it to have a hundred songs on it, it's gonna have a fucking hundred songs on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I pick out the shirts. <laughs> I tell them I want a fucking bus, or I'm not going. <laughs> then we're not going. You know?
2: How about the artwork? Artwork, too. uh, Is that you, or are you you just very involved with picking who does it?
3: Um, Well, the artwork was a picture. Mm -hmm. Uh, The front cover was a picture. The back cover was a a painting I had Basil Gogos make me. And what was the other question? See, immediate. See, Uh I
0: like that. Artwork. Oh, do
3: you do? Logos. I drew all the logos. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's cool.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, like. I see, this is what gets me. It's like you talk about drawing. Because I remember, and I haven't thought about this since you mentioned it, taking a paper bag and wrapping a textbook in it. Yeah. <laughs> and drawing everything on it. Like so that I crazy.
3: Could think of. I know. You know what I mean? Me That's all I did in school. That's what I learned to do, draw.
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs> what are you doing? Drawing. Shut out, Lemula. I'm not talking. Why are you talking to me? Because um, I was just that tough, nerd. Um, but, you know, think about everything you draw. And it's... Uh, logos back and forth is that is and then you're talking about building guitars is i don't know art something you've always gravitated towards even
3: i always got a's in art Mm -hmm. and lunch and gym gym. other than that i was not so good (laughs) how
2: far back did the you know being fit start with you
3: uh i've been working out for 10 years uh not 10 years 40 years 40 straight years
2: I'm over 40 years old and can't claim four years. There you
3: go. <laughs> it's just consistency, you know? But That's it's like it. that hump of how do you find out what you like? Do you vary what you do? I don't like do? anything. It just, I do it because I don't, I don't want to be old. <laughs> I, I want to feel good. And it's just something I do. I mean, it just you make it part of your life. You make it your job. And you just accept it. If, you, if it's like, oh, I got to go to the gym. And you make it a problem, then it's a fucking problem. Mm-hmm. If it's just part of your life and you don't even think about it, then you just do it. It's like, I got to just like, I got to go take a shower.
2: But what do you like to do? Like, is, do you, has your routine stayed the same for 40 years or have you gone through different trends or?
3: I've gotten hurt doing everything, so I know how not to get hurt. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm really good at that. <laughs> i good at getting hurt too, obviously, but, uh. Yeah, I mean, I try all different things. You just, I just change it up. You know, I'll I'll go heavy for a little while, then I'll go light.
2: Kind of everybody and their mom is like CrossFit, this, that, and the other thing. And it's just. It's,
3: it's good too. I mean, if you keep changing, it's good, mm. but.
2: How about yoga? Ever go for that? Yes.
3: I go with Elisa. We go to hot yoga. Uh. And I'm way more flexible than I had thought. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I, I was really surprised, you know? And I just couldn't do the one where they fold their arms into each other. Everybody had their arms like locked.
0: Oh, you and do this, like, that, I can't. Yeah, I'm yeah, looking yeah. at
1: everybody I'm like...
0: Man. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it must be hard
1: when
3: the fucking biceps
0: <laughs> get in the way. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that When problem. your
1: biceps are the size of my thighs. I <laughs> fucking believe it. I was like, why can't I do that? Yeah,
0: well, that's the way <laughs> they explain it. Like, take your right arm, loop it around your left arm and then back around your right and you're like, what? Well, uh, yeah, if you don't...
3: Every move they make, I watch her and then she does it
0: and then I try it. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, Dude, that I hot like yoga—that's yoga. brutal. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you still do that? I haven't done hot yoga in a while, and I'm—I'm I'm actually injured now too. I just came from the chiropractor, got like a nerve thing, Wait. sciatic nerve. Yeah.
3: Yeesh. Do you know how to stretch that out? No. I'll show you before I leave. Really? Yeah. I would
0: really appreciate that. Sometimes
3: I'll be playing a gig, and I'll get it, and it'll feel like I have somebody else's leg on my body, and it hurts so bad, and it's so uncomfortable. I will leave in the middle of a song and go find something this high, like a, a road case. Uh-huh. You sit on it like Indian style and you just stretch your ass out. Gone. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. If you take I'll anything you. away from this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you, it to
2: you. you. So I remember, you know, when the when the bootleg videos of Misfits were, you know, floating around, watching them in high school because uh, I was nowhere near cool enough to get to see you. And... You watch those tapes, and then you watch, you know, videos of you playing recently, and one, you don't age, and two, uh, you move around the exact same amount. You're all over the place. And as someone who doesn't play guitar and have watched many people play, that seems like way harder than you're making it look, (laughs) Like, like being able to jump around and move that much and play all the songs that intricately, you know. That's what you do. I don't know, man. (laughs) <laughs> just by rote? Like, you've just been doing it for so long?
3: You just do it. I mean, um... I don't know. The only things I know how to play on guitar is the songs I play. I know nothing else. Are,
0: is it all... Is it... I mean, what's it muscle memory like? I mean, do you ever think about, like, oh, what comes next? Or is it just, like, automatic? Uh, if
3: I... F- Forget, I just throw both hands up in here and I let everybody know I don't know what I'm playing. <laughs> or if a solo's coming up and I really don't want to play it, I'll be like, Look, no hands. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's my show. I do what I want. <laughs> you know, if I don't feel like playing that part, I don't play it. <laughs> now, with, al- with the album coming out, is there a tour booked? Uh we just finished the tour. Okay. We did a uh, a one month tour headlining which went pretty good. And uh we're looking at booking some more stuff for maybe late December. I'm going on tour to Arch Enemy, so okay. I got a break there and uh we're gonna go to Europe and uh, South America. You know.
1: South America must be good for you.
3: South America, we haven't gone yet. We only did the one tour so far. Like I said, all the other tours we did got cancelled. Uh you know. Uh, one, one of them actually my manager calls me up he's like I got good news and bad news he goes you want the bad news I go yeah fuck it give me the bad news <laughs> he's like uh, our booking agent got shot he goes you want the good news I said yep he goes our booking agent got shot <laughs> <laughs> I was like okay good uh, <laughs> I said I didn't like him anyway <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> So
1: that's so not funny. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's fucking great.
2: I'll, from what I hear about uh, South America, it's like, get that guarantee before you
3: show up. That's whatever. Well, we only go, you know, every time I've ever went and everybody that I know that goes, they go with the right people. Yeah. And the shows are huge and they pay out the ass. Yeah, yeah God, It's boy. just dangerous there. Mm-hmm. You know, when my girlfriend goes there, I'm fucking freaking out. You know what I mean? And you have
2: to hire people. You have to have people with you all the time, right?
3: You can't you get in the hotel like don't leave the hotel. Right. Why? Just don't leave. <laughs> the first time we got there, we landed and we had my other brother, he was tour manager and we had the sound guy and there was a truck and a bus. Not not a tour bus like we're used to, <laughs> like a bus you go to school in mm-hmm. that picked us up and they're like Okay, you guys are going to go to hotel, you guys are going to go with the gear to the uh, venue, and we're in the jungle. <laughs> There's banana trees and shit. I'm like, where are we? And and they tell my brother and the sound, uh, sound guy, they say, if the gorillas come for the equipment, just give it to them. And we're like, what? If the gorillas come for the equipment, you know, with machine guns, that's what they said, with machine guns, that was the other part of that. Ah. Just give it to them. And we're like... Wait, what? Say that <laughs> time. What are you talking about? If the gorillas come with machine guns, give them all the gear. And we're like, what the fuck? Are you serious? They're like, yeah, we're serious.
1: And yeah. the gorillas was not the opening band. And no, I just no. want to get that straight. <laughs> Robo.
3: You know who Robo is? Oh, Robo, yes, yes. Okay, Robo, the drummer from The Misfits. He came and he lived by us and he worked in our machine shop and he was in the band. And also, he, he disappeared for a while. He went to Columbia and. I haven't seen him for a long time. He comes walking in the shop. I'm like, where the fuck did you go? And he's like, I was abducted. And I said, by aliens?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to know. I wanted
3: to hear what they look like. (laughs) You know? I was all excited. He goes, no, gorillas. I was like, what? (laughs) He got kidnapped. They put him in a cage on the fucking beach, fed him tuna fish, and the tide would come in. And held him ransom for 10 grand, because they thought he was a fucking rock star, to his mom.
1: Ah, Did somebody Whoa. pay? How did
3: he get... I don't know what, how he got out, but he got out. <laughs> Holy shit. When yeah. was this? <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, maybe 15 years ago. God, That's the
0: most insane thing I've ever heard. <laughs> That's in- unreal.
3: Well, And then he moved back to Colombia, so I don't know.
0: What?
3: I would never go back after that. Oh, you know, good God. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. Okay. But those countries are dangerous, and the, the fans are insane, mm-hmm. man. Gotten in a lot of fucking fights over there, like riots. Really? Yeah, fucking crazy. Yeah, that Scary. was always the part of yeah. the old
2: bootleg tapes that we'd rewind and watch. Like, watch what Doyle's does with the guitar. again. That's watch all
3: the- CGI. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's all CGI, man. That's
2: some good animation.
3: <laughs> Can't tell what's real anymore. No,
2: not at all. Especially in four x nine. I mean, that's old <laughs> stuff. That's old stuff. <laughs>
0: that is true. Um, so, do you do generally do a lot of press these days, or do you like? I do a lot. Yeah.
3: I'm working with a company called Adrenaline.
0: Yeah, I know Maria really
3: well. Yeah. She's great. Yeah, she's great. And uh, yeah, I did so much stuff, man. I did a Danzig tour last year, did like 70 shows, and we did all the big festivals. They'd have me getting dressed at like 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and then somebody come interview me for five minutes, and I was like, where are you going? You done? You're not done. Sit the fuck down. And then they would (laughs) stay for like an hour and interview me, because I'm like, you got me dressed like this. Fuck you. You're staying. But I bet you
0: have that down to a science. unless not, I, I mean...
3: It takes me a while, you know? While. The, the more time I have, the later I am. Yeah. You know? I had like uh, two hours the other day, mm-hmm. or two and a half hours. I'm like, ah, oh, I got this. No problem. I'm listening to music. I'm talking to everybody. I'm doing it. I'm like, I got fucking 15 minutes. <laughs> what the fuck? How does that happen? <laughs> but yeah. I get when best. did that
2: start, The doing the, the Danzig Legacy stuff?
3: 2004, I believe. Okay. Yeah, he just called me out of the blue. He left a message, uh, Crazy Craig, his personal assistant, left a message and he said, uh, call Glenn at the office tomorrow at one o'clock your time. It's really important. I was like, okay, cool. Call him up and he's like, he says, uh, you want to go play some shows with me? I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly how it went. And he goes, uh, I'm starting a label. If you got a demo, um, you know, I'll listen to it. If I like it, I'll pull it out. I said, yes, I do. And I sent it to him and he put it out. That was it.
1: That's it? Okay. That was it? And have you guys been communicating before that? Um, we
3: have communicated a little bit. You know, I went to his dad's um, wake and all that shit and started talking. And, you know, I started talking actually through Crazy Craig. I became friends with him, who was his personal assistant. He kept telling Glenn. I said, go tell, tell Glenn I said hello. All right. He said, oh, I'm not telling him. I'm not telling him. I'm like, <laughs> would you just fucking tell him, please? I'm like, what are you fucking scared of? Yeah, and then he told him he's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, Doyle's cool." And then we just started talking.
2: What? How long? What had been the interim between then?
3: Uh, I don't even know. I don't know. Hmm.
2: So it's long term. Maybe eight years. (laughs) Eight
3: years. Okay. It's long term as well.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> like how? I, I mean, I mean, how often does that come through? Like, does is it, is it every interview? The memory
3: loss? <laughs> what up? Yeah, the memory loss.
2: No, you know that talking about. I mean, it was. I remember hearing about it, and immediately, you know, with the internet, like went to YouTube. Like, I got to see clips of Glenn and Doyle playing together. Like, it was just, it just seems so awesome. Was it? Jonah's asking about muscle memory. I mean, did you have to rehearse a lot to get up there and do I, it?
3: I don't have to rehearse any of that shit. I was gonna say I could ride. I could play that shit naked riding a unicycle. <laughs> Double dog dare. <laughs> you got <had> a guitar? <laughs> <laughs> no, but we have a unicycle. <laughs> <laughs> and I've never rode a unicycle. <laughs> but, That's insane. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, you know, I'll get to rehearsal and, you know, Steve Zing will be there and, I'm, and just, just show me the chords real quick. Okay, got it. You know what I mean? It's in your DNA, man. They're easy songs. <laughs> 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 they're, phys- they're physically hard. Right. You know, well, I make them physically hard, but, you know, pretty simple.
2: Do you like, Was did the set list change
3: each time you did it or? Uh, usually, but, you know, lately he don't want to learn any new songs because he doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> he don't want to learn any new ones. You know, I wish he did because I'd like to mix it up. I would like to mix it up, have like four or five different sets we can make or every night do something different. So everybody's going cuckoo like, oh, man, I wish they would have did that song, mm-hmm. you know.
2: Yeah, like, how often does, like, angel fuck get thrown out, you
0: know? How yeah. often do you, like, stumble into, like, a, like somewhere on Halloween or something, and there's, like, a Misfits cover band? <laughs> I mean, have you seen a lot I've of them? I've never
3: seen a Misfits cover band Really? In my really? Life. I I've, like met I've met seen... a whole bunch of them. I met the Misfats, which I was very impressed with. <laughs> and, uh, the Misfits? I guess it's the
1: Misfits? The girls? I'm not I'm sure. sure. The Miss Fats, I like. I feel that. like
0: the around Miss Halloween, Fats. like it's always like. I did one, yeah. <laughs> so the Miss Fats,
3: I met the Miss Fats on tour with Glenn. There's this is huge, fat dude, <laughs> with this giant poster me and Glenn from the Bat Cave. He wanted to sign it. It must have been eight feet tall. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Okay, I will sign it. We we'll sign it with this huge marker. This is my band, the Miss Fats. I look at him, I saying, like, the Miss Fats. Like that's fucking great. And I went inside, and I'm listening to it with Glenn's bass player. At the time. And uh, it <laughs> was exactly like the Evil Live record. Tuning everything. You know, tuning in between the songs. Mm-hmm, yes. But all the words are different. I turn into a marshmallow. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, every, everything was just twisted into food. <laughs> but they played it just like us. But it was it was like that. And me and this bass player are laughing so hard while <laughs> we're listening to it. Then Glenn comes on the bus. <laughs> he comes on the bus. And we're like, <gasps> like Dad caught us, you know? And it, it, he looks at us, and he looks, and he shakes his head. and He never even laughed, or not. And he went in the back room, and me and this dude, we laughed so much harder. We were, we were peeing. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even breathe. I have to hear this immediately. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> but they're like four
1: four hundred pound dudes with no shirts on. Oh shit! <laughs> That's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's great. It's like the opposite of mini kiss. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw mini kiss last year. They uh, should play
3: together. There's yeah. one called uh, Breakfast is the reason I get out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> instead of instead of the reason
2: Kennedy's there.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. are yeah, fucking
3: out of my mind. We are linking to that immediately. Yeah, that but, is yeah, so yeah. good. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> I, I totally support the misfits. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What's the? Uh, I mean, what is the situation with you know Jerry's Misfits and everything? Now is it still just all a complete separate entity? And it
3: is a separate entity. Uh, he does his band. I do my band. Sometimes we practice at the same time in the same place. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> you know, we stop. We could hear him. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's in Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> so you get? He, he's got a room full of all his gear. I got a room full of all my gear. Mm-hmm.
2: And what's your relationship like with Jerry? How's that? It's
3: okay. Mm-hmm.
2: It's like a lot of lot of water under the bridge, or just the bridge.
3: Um, it's 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 uncomfortable, but you know, I mean, I love them, man. Nobody loves them more than me. So, uh, the the best thing we can do is make a real reunion and make some fucking money.
0: <laughs> yes, make everybody yeah. happy. Yeah. <laughs> make everyone happy.
3: People will love it.
0: it,
3: it time's running out. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know
2: if time will ever run out for misfits. <laughs> well, I think we should get on that.
3: Yeah, man. Yeah, for something happens to somebody, you never know.
2: Yeah, I'll be true. there. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely be there. But how do you decide who plays drums?
3: I don't give a fuck who plays drums, <laughs> <up. laughs> as long as they don't suck. Woo!
2: Okay, so what have we learned? Yeah, let's recap the important things we've learned. Uh, one, how to stretch out the sciatic nerve. Very important. Very important. Very very. Thank important. you again for that, Doyle. Um. If you play guitar, uh, you can actually make the back of the neck flat. Had no idea. No, didn't know that. I didn't know that. And also, the Misfats. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: If you walk away with anything from this podcast, and yes, he said reunion. We get that. That was at the end. We understand. Misfats. We,
1: we'll link to that. I turned into a marshmallow. We'll link to the Misfats. Fats, oh, and God. And if I'll, I remember, I'll link to uh, my... I did a fucking Doyle, okay? There's not a lot of things that I'm going to pull out of the past. I did a Doyle to Doyle to die for, okay? And I'm going to put a link on it. How did this not this. come up? In the
0: in this? Yeah!
1: <laughs> what
0: do you mean? <laughs> because you, we had Doyle here. You dressed up as Doyle hey and yo, you didn't mention that. You
1: know what, Doyle? Like I, I did a Doyle in 1999.
0: Everybody's done a devil lock. <laughs> it's important. His,
1: I, and I, I did a devil lock.
0: Dude, his devil lock is so so impressive.
1: And it's always God. been there. That's what yeah.
0: it is. Yeah, casing. I mean, what, I mean, I didn't want to ask
2: also because I didn't think of it. <laughs> What's in it? No, were there devil locks before devil locks? Is this something they made up? Like,
1: <laughs> I think it's an extension of the rockabilly. Uh, what do you call it? Whatever they the whatever, like, whatever they call it, the pompadour, or like yeah. The, but there was there was always like. Yeah. Even Elvis had a little bit of a thing. So, so, if only
0: we, problem. if only we had someone from the Misfits here, we could ask. <laughs> it. Oh wait, we just did and didn't ask,
2: and now we're just Next like time. making
0: stuff up. But
2: I did get to reference "Angel Fuck," which is my favorite Misfits song, which is pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Man, God, that was awesome uh, yeah. If you enjoyed how awesome this was, go ahead and donate to our podcast at goingofftrack.com Some of you have, you were awesome If I have not emailed you back directly, I suck, but I'm pretty sure I did So thank you very, very much Hit us up at the Twitter, uh, send us a message on facebook.com slash Um Jonah has been rocking and rolling the show with guest hosts and just... Destroying week after week. Come on. It always sounds good because it's Brad and he can't release something without making it sound (laughs) awesome. In fact, every time I cough during this interview with Doyle because I'm fighting something, I feel bad because I'm like, Brad's going to take that shit out. (laughs) He's going to, he can't not, he can't not take it out. It's a dollar a cough.
1: (laughs) That That plague um, goes on the wall,
2: which is also the title of my new book. (laughs) What else? Uh, Oh yeah, Misfits reunion next.
0: <laughs> yes, Misfits reunion next. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I have to plug. I guess just check out, check us out on Twitter. Check us out. We'll man. Probably have something going on. I have a thing tonight that'll be too late to talk about. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm <laughs> uh, glad you brought it up.
0: Yeah, me too. Cool. Really good at this. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll see you next week.